Hello, and thanks for tuning in to the Listen, Learn and Burn podcast, hosted by Phil Williams and Jen Kay, co-owners of Lift, Learn and Burn, the online coaching service created to transform the body and minds of females. Getting out and getting steps in can sometimes feel like you're walking for the sake of walking, which is why we're on a mission to make your walks a little bit more fun. So get off the couch, throw your headphones in and get those feet moving. Oh, and if you're in England, it's probably best you take a coat because it's more than likely chucking it down. Every week, we'll be going in-depth into a specific topic related to female weight loss. We know how overwhelming and overcomplicated weight loss can be, so we make sure to cut out all the big fancy words and bring you the information that you need to know. And if you're not sure how to start your journey, then head over to our website now to get your hands on our free fat loss guide. Hello! Good afternoon. What a lovely autumn welcome that was, Jenka. Why is it an autumn welcome? No, I just mean like for all, like it's a bit of a quieter... Duller month, and you've just gone in with the hello. (laughs) The really loud and vibrant and exciting, phenomenal, sensational, and awe inspiring waking up hello that you just given. Why, thank you. You're more than welcome. Well, you see, the thing is, I've had a coffee, and I just said to you, didn't I, that I'm feeling a little bit jittery. You did, and I said, that's the perfect time for us to do a (laughs) podcast when you're feeling jittery. And then I remembered it's not because. You just speak over me all the time, I just get a little which bit is excited. why I'm doing such a big intro so I can get some words in. Because I know, give me thirty seconds, I'll have nothing left to say. Oh, will you not? Have you been out words? Oh no, there's always words. There's always oh, more. Okay. I don't know them all though. I've been learning loads more recently. Can we, I, honestly, I'm so sick of this word conversation. We don't always start about words. I, honestly, it's boring. Well, you no don't. one wants to hear us talking about words every single week. Well, have you know we had record downloads this week, Jen? <laughs> We've just hit 5,000 downloads. We probably didn't talk about words last week. We did. Have we hit 5,000 downloads? Doesn't that tell you? No. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Thanks. We're nearly at a year of doing it as well, aren't we? We are nearly at a year of doing it. We're nearly at our podcast anniversary. <gasps> Do you know what we've not discussed? No. Our little competition that we're doing for a year. Oh, yeah, we haven't, have we? We've not discussed it since we turned off the podcast last week. Yeah, I forgot about it until right. now. We will block out some time this week. Someone messages and remind us. Yeah, when you listen to this, just say, have you discussed this actual competition that you're going to be running? Because I want to win. And there's only two, we've got 49 and then 50, and then yeah, I assume, no. it, oh no, 52. Is yeah. it after a year we're doing it or after 50? It's a year, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. So we've got four more episodes, including this one. A little podiversary. Before we have our podiversary and we have our podietician. Pony, pony tissue for our podiversary. Yeah. Pony giveaway. Yeah. Maybe we should give away a podcast. Anybody want a microphone? <laughs> no. It's expensive, that. Yeah, but if someone doesn't want us to carry on, they take our <laughs> microphone. Stop us talking about words. That's true. Maybe we should mix it up after a year and start doing something different, like getting other people involved. Oh, I thought you meant like we'd do it stood on our head or something. <laughs> no, like maybe people want to hear other people and not just us. Let us know, because this is something we've touched on before, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, we have thought about, about it. it. Let us know if you would like a collab as they call it in the biz collab collab um, if you'd like to if you want us to have some form of guest on i don't know whether it'd be other we coaches, talked about other, other coaches other clients yeah Our we've clients, chatted yeah. about yeah well, <laughs> other clients other, cli- other coaches clients <laughs> we'll get them um, on the talk to them whether you'd want like uh i don't know like someone who isn't a coach but has succeeded in something like maybe a nutritionist dietitian yeah. i don't know like is it something you would be interested in basically let us know we'd love to know yeah you made the decision because ultimately you are the listeners we just do what you tell us to do basically yeah. so that you come back so please let us know mm-hmm. anyway excellent right segue week, jen what are we talking about this talking week? about how to stop autumn and winter getting you down i think this is going to be a big big 
conversational topic, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and I feel like we're getting in early because the weather's already turned. Yeah, we because don't. Because want... I'm sixty years old. And the we weather's want... turned this week, hasn't it, Philip? We don't want loads of people giving you bad advice, so we thought if we get in first, you'll get some good positive advice. You'll know what to do because everyone else showed up. Yeah, I've already seen people talking about it as well. We've not got in that early, then, have we? Clearly, if no. everybody else is already chatting. Do you know about what? It. Though we have already noticed that we're waking up and doing our morning walk in the dark, so mm-hmm. it is different already. It is going to be something that we chat about today, though, isn't it? No. Well, I hope it is. Could put it on the podcast notes. No, I've decided I don't want to talk about that. That's fine because it's in my bit. There's a letter P next to it, which means that I'm going to be talking about it. Unless you change your name to Pen, <laughs> Pen and Jill. Don't that think you have. Um, but before we run through some different strategies, different tools, different things that you can do, something that we thought was really important that you knew and understood is that. And I guess this is the biggest mistake a lot of people make is that if you now start to approach autumn and winter with the thought process and the mentality of this is going to be impossible, I'm never going to be able to get up in the morning, I'm never going to be able to get enough training in, I'm never going to be able to get my steps in, then quite simply and quite bluntly, you probably won't because you're setting yourself up to tell, you're already telling yourself you can't. And we've spoken about this in the podcast a little bit and we chat to clients about this a lot, don't we, that when you think something, your brain starts to search for evidence that that is true. Mm -hmm. So if you say, this is impossible, I'll never be able to get up in the morning. If you then start to feel a bit tired, your brain will go, do you know what? You was right. Here's some evidence. You're bang on. You're tired in the morning. It's going to be tough. Tell you what, let's take the next six months off till spring comes back Mm -hmm. and then we'll start getting up again and then we'll start trying in the morning. However, If you approach it with, do you know what? There's going to be challenges. It's going to be difficult. There's going to be struggles. There's going to be stuff in the way. But there's actually strategies and ways to overcome it. Things can be different, can't they? Yeah, and I think I've been reading a book recently um, that I've been banging on about so much. (laughs) It's called, what's it called for anyone who wants to read it? Uh, Somebody Should Have Told Us by Jack Pronsky. I want to read it. I know, honestly. You've not finished it yet. I have, I finished it. (laughs) Did you finish it today? Yeah, I finished it. It's all yours. It's all mine. Um, But it's this really interesting idea that a thought is simply that, a thought, and it's not a fact, and you can choose whether or not to believe that thought. And I think that comes back to what you were just saying about if you have the thought that it's impossible and you'll never be able to get up and train and walk, like you can choose to believe that thought. Like it, it, we're not going to stop having thoughts. It's whether you choose to believe that or not, or you can go, do you know what? Like I'm, I'm, that's not a valid thought. I'm going to find ways, I suppose it's that evidence against that and mm-hmm. create and take a different action and not believe that thought basically. And I think that's a really interesting way of looking at it. But, I'm looking forward to reading that book. Yeah, it's really good. It's really opened my eyes. Like anyone who struggles with anxiety, I can't recommend it enough. Like I think it's really simplified thought process for me. For me. For me. It's really simplified the thought um, process for me. But you forgot how to speak, but yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Um, but I think the main thing when we're talking about these kind of um, challenges that that come up around winter, I think is knowing that there is going to be the challenges like phil said and the main thing is that it's unlikely that sticking to the same routine that you're doing now is going to work for you across the whole of winter so if you maybe get up and go for a morning walk and then you go through your day at work and then you go for a walk in the evening and but you're someone who doesn't like walking on their own in the dark which i would wholly agree with because safety first please um but that that isn't going to work for you anymore 
Um, and I think it's understanding that it's okay to adapt routines in order to fit around the changes of the year. Like we don't have to have the same static routine and actually it's great to adapt and change even like we've talked about loads in the podcast before like when life changes like when things crop up like we adapt and change our routine the same goes for the changing of the seasons like the physical content of the day so to speak changes so we need to adapt and change our routines to fit in with that and I think we're blessed in the fact that we generally tend to protect our walks as time for us Mm -hmm. so we have each other and it doesn't really matter because we're going out together on the walk and we've also got reggie now who gets us out on the walk no matter what Mm -hmm. so i think we're kind of lucky in that sense but we know everyone isn't as lucky so it's about finding ways to make it work for you i think you know it always comes back to the idea which i absolutely love and it's a recent phrase but it's the idea of the most successful people aren't those that are able to stick to a plan the most successful people are the ones that can adapt one and mm-hmm. change based on what's going on. So pretty much everything Jen's just been saying, yeah. it's, it's going to be about that. It's not going to be about sticking to what you've done. But it's really important, I think, that you come away from this podcast with some like solid actual strategies, tools, routines, things that you can actually use. Mm-hmm. Because as we've said, your routine is probably going to change. You're going to probably need a few different ways in which you can approach over the next few months. And there's three different things that we've kind of pinpointed. It's probably going to be the things that are going to be the most difficult. And I'll be honest, we're probably starting and ending with the most difficult ones. Um, And I have absolutely no doubt that every single person listening to this is going to resonate with the first one. Mm -hmm. I do actually have a different one as well that we've not put in there. That's fine. We can still chat about it. Okay. And remember, it's not about sticking to a plan. It's about adapting to (laughs) (laughs) So the first thing we want to chat about, as I said, everyone's going to resonate with this. Getting up in the morning when it's dead dark. Oh, it definitely gets harder. It Do you does. know what? I'm going to go straight in there with the best thing that we have ever done and bought mm-hmm. is the Lumi light. It's sensational, isn't it? Honestly, it has... Not an ad, by the way. Because <laughs> it sounds like one. It's not, but it genuinely is the best thing that we've ever done mm-hmm. is buying that. So if you don't know what one is, basically you can set it for 5, 10, 20 minutes, but the, the light will come on over a period of time so that when you wake up and the alarm goes off you can actually leave it so that you just wake up to the light but it doesn't wake us up does it and um, i'm 50 50 on that one still sometimes it does sometimes it doesn't mm, i'd like to trial it again right. well, don't wake me up i'll wake you up <laughs> Reg will um, wake you yeah. up <laughs> it used to wake me up when we first got it but i think mm. i've just got used to it and mm. um, but anyway it the light comes on so that by the time the alarm's going off the room is bright so you basically wake up with a light on now that is a million times easier to get out of bed when the light's already on Absolutely. and because it's come on gradually whilst you've been asleep it's not like a shock to your system it's not when like you wake someone's up. just turned the light on which happened to us the other night didn't it when Re- yeah. we were trying we're trying to move reggie downstairs mm-hmm. aren't we i forgot about this so we shut all the lights off to try and convince him we were asleep yeah and then we had to bring it back up to jen put the light on and it felt like someone just shone a torch into my eye yeah. and i hadn't had that for years because obviously it's, we've had this really slow yeah gradual just as i'm saying that reggie's about to wake up this slow gradual uh light which honestly it's been incredible hasn't yeah it? It, it really 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 makes a difference and you can get them for quite cheap as well you can mm. get like basic ones for 20 quid and i can't understand i don't know why they wouldn't work yeah i don't get it like ours wasn't much more expensive than that i don't think the only thing i can imagine is that it potentially isn't gradual it's just like two or three different levels so Maybe. it's kind of like not too bright middle bright 
lights in your face. Whereas mm. maybe the expensive ones are almost like turning up a dimmer. Yeah. I don't know though. We've uh, never yeah, used, I yeah. don't know. But something to consider. However, there's some free stuff as well, isn't there, that you yes. can do? Because I know that, you know, it's great to spend money on stuff, but it's also great when there's a nice little free method you can use. And something uh. that we love um, is the 54321 method. Mm-hmm. And this is something that, it's definitely something that when I say this, you're going to be like, well, that's not going to work. We have talked about this one before as well, so we I apologise if you've heard this one already, but we'll just remind you of it. I make no apologies, you might have forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the way this works is, you wake up in the morning, and what happens is, and everybody does it, we have this little argument with ourselves, and we lie in bed and we're like, well, it's too cold, and I don't want to move, and it's really comfortable, and I don't want to get out of bed, because then I've got to do stuff, and I don't want to do stuff, and I want to lie here, before you know it, Falling back to sleep. I'm tired, I'm comfy, I'm cozy, I'm yeah. warm. You just have, yeah, you have a big argument. And I think what's really important to mention is that we all have these little arguments. Don't oh, we? yeah. Throughout the whole day, by the way. So if you have them and you're like, I wonder if it's just me. And even the person who jumps out of bed, mm. guarantee you they have this little argument. Oh, 100%. It's normal, but they just win the argument more often than they lose it. And they and they understand that it's normal to feel tired when they wake up. I think that was a big thing. That's for a big me. thing. It's the mentality. I didn't, re- I did, I, like every morning. I would wake up and feel like I was like I hadn't had enough sleep because I felt tired until mm. Phil on one day said to me like, "Jen, you're supposed to feel tired when you wake up in the morning." Normal. Like that. That's that's a normal feeling. Like when you get up, you, that's when you start to wake up. Absolutely, and I think having that mindset when you go into the five, four, three, two, one method, which we will mention in a second, um, <laughs> can help make it work a bit better because I think when we talk about tools and strategies and ways to do things, sometimes they can feel a little bit like, well, is that going to work? But I think as Jen's just touched on, if you go, do you know what? When I wake up, I'm going to feel tired and that's normal. It will make everything easier. Now, it's really, really simple. All you do is you literally wake up and there's two ways you can do it. One way you can do it is you wake up and as soon as you wake up, you just say five, four, three, two, one, but you make a promise to yourself that at one, you get out of bed. Mm -hmm. You make an agreement with yourself. And the reason that it works so well is because you don't give yourself the opportunity to argue back Mm because you're counting down in your head. All of a sudden, you're out of bed. The second way to do it, which I'll be honest, haven't tried. I don't think either of us have tried, is on each number, you do something different. So you'll say five, you sit up. At four, you take the cover off. At three, you take one leg out. At two, you take the other leg out. And at one, you stand up. Mm -hmm. So there's two ways you can go about it. I guess trial both, see which works. Which ones you end up out of bed on use that one because that's probably going to be the best Mm -hmm. one to use. I think as well, uh, one that works really well for other clients is if you typically use your phone as your alarm and have it next to your bed, Mm -hmm. put it at the other side of the room because once you're out of bed, which you have to do to turn your alarm off, then you're less likely to get back in bed because you're like, well, I'm up now anyway. So the kind of combined. um, And I think another big one is... We've, we cover all this in morning routine podcasts that we did, I think, in a little bit more detail. If you want to listen to that, I don't know what episode it is, but we definitely talk about all this. It's one of them. Yeah. But it's having everything ready, having everything planned out for you. Because if you wake up in the morning and your first thought is, oh my God, I've got 25 things to do. Of course you're going to stay in bed. Of course you don't mm-hmm. want to get out of bed. You've got 25 things to do. Now, generally... In the morning, we don't really have that much. It's usually somewhere between like two to four things. And it's usually really simple stuff, if we're dead honest, like getting your clothes out and deciding what you're going to wear. Um, it might be starting to kind of like plan your day so you know what your day is going to look like. If you've got a journal, you do anything like that. Uh, it might be uh, something like, you might do morning stretching or maybe a bit of a morning workout or go for a morning walk. But all these things require you to do stuff like get your clothes out, set up your little 
training area if you're going to do some stretching or a workout um, and when as I touch on them when it's the morning you don't want to do the bits that are going to get you there you potentially want to do the things but you don't want to do the middle bit do you mm. so if the night before and me and Jen started doing this a while back and it's been an absolute game changer um, if the night before throughout your evening routine you you know grab your journal and plan your day so you know what to, tomorrow already looks like so you don't actually need to wake up and do that if you get your clothes out that you're going to wear for your walk and get your walking boots out and your jacket and your hat and your scarf because you're going to need all those things, which we'll chat to you about in a second. Um, it can make that middle bit kind of disappear because you wake up, and this happens to us sometimes, we wake up, put our clothes on, get Reggie ready, take him out, and we're outside before we know it. Whereas if I had to like plan my day and get everything ready and do 10 million different things, I'd probably just stay in bed. Yeah. And it'd just make life harder, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think it just it just takes some of that thinking out in the morning when you potentially are feeling a little bit sleepy and you are trying to convince yourself that you're not feeling sleepy. It just it gives you that ability to just kind of fall through your morning a little bit more easily. Removing the friction, aren't you, basically, yeah, exactly from that. that needs to happen. So, so that's then, your morning. Yeah, that is your morning. I think the next big one is obviously getting out and getting some daily movement in. Now, we bang on about the importance of that for your mental health, and just because the weather potentially isn't as great doesn't mean it's not still as important to have that daily movement, to be outside in nature, fresher, like... Maybe more important. It probably is Arguably. more important because I think it's so much easier to stay inside because well it's that easy option for the hard life you you then feel maybe a little bit lower you feel the impact of it on your mood whereas that hard option is well I'm just going to go out and brace the elements and then you get the easy life of I actually feel better for doing that like mm. moving my body getting some fresh air being outside and do you know what I have actually really grown to love being out walking in things like rain and snow and I think for me now, it becomes like a real mindful experience of really like feel. I know this sounds really wishy washy, but like feeling the rain on my skin, like feeling that cold on my face, like just really enjoying being out and then coming back and knowing that I can have a nice hot shower and a hot chocolate and get cozy under my blanket and get my pajamas. And that's a morning thing we never mentioned. What? Make sure before you go out for your morning, if you're going out for a walk or anything like that, boil the kettle before you go. Oh, that's a good one. You come back and it's already, well, you just need to boil it again for like 10 seconds. Yeah, it spoils quicker because it's already warmed. Um, But yeah, I think it's, it's knowing, it's having that kind of, um, building that excitement around it and creating that experience when you get back and and really enjoying having been outside and and then getting all cozy and warm and and drying off and I think it can be quite funny sometimes as well particularly when it's absolutely peeing it down it can be you'd sometimes walking around like what is going on this is ridiculous (laughs) like this is just stupid like why am I out here in this don't get me wrong there is certain days where we definitely do less than normal because it Mm. is so torrential constantly all day and it's got you've got to remember that like it can make you ill but that's why kind of um thinking about steps as an average across your week is really good Mm -hmm. because it might be that like there's a slightly drier day and you're like do you know what actually i'm gonna get out and go out for a little bit longer today because x day in my week i kind of didn't really move as much and i really felt it like my mood dropped a little bit but i know it was because of the rain but today it's much better i'm just gonna go out and, and get a nice big walk in really enjoy it having that time outside without the kind of torrential weather and things like that and 
but I do also think there's going to be that potential of if you are going out and walking on your own you might have to make some changes to your routine um so it might be that you have to switch to more like dinner time walks over more early or late walks or like um a, a, a kind of if you've got the flexibility in work, like a mid-afternoon walk and a mid-morning walk and a dinner time walk, it might, like I don't know if you get that flexibility at work, but it's something that's really, really important. Um, I think obviously having the right clothing is oh, essential. It's the biggest one for me. It's the one thing that stops most people going out because mm. it's cold, it's raining, and you don't have the right stuff to wear. We, we, we were saying before, it's, it's amazing what a good pair of walking boots can do. Oh, it's massive. Coming back with dry feet. I honestly huge. think, like 90, I'm assuming like your feet are like what, like three to five percent of your body. That's the only three to five percent I'm overly bothered about when I go out. Yeah. Coming back with wet, cold socks is grim. Coming yeah. back with cold, dry feet. Cold it's, right, yeah. it's decent like it yeah. feels i genuinely feel warmer when i've got warm feet when i'm out yeah if i've got wet feet straight away i'm cold it makes a difference it does make a huge difference i don't i used to hate going out walking when i used to just put trainers on and come in with soggy feet and now i genuinely don't even think twice now i've got walking no. boots or wellies wellies are also a good option but they might hurt your feet a little bit if you're walking for a while in them because we both found that we very flat yeah they were hard. just a bit causing us problems with sure you can feet. buy expensive wellies but we didn't no I think Hasra yeah. pound from Hasra <laughs> um, and we like going on longer walks so walking boots work better for us anyway absolutely um, and then I think having some kind of walking buddy or pal is going to be another one Um so maybe you arrange to meet a friend at a certain time every single week that you go on a walk with oh what are you doing he's running off I'm just putting my laptop on charge. <laughs> Phil's leaving. He's there. quitting the podcast. You know what? I did that so sneakily. No one would have noticed. No one's shouting at me. No, they would have. They right. would have noticed. It's going to make a big click now as you plug it in. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have really hurt everybody's ears. That one. You can talk anyway. Yours is dropping on battery as well. All right. Well, it's fine. It'll make it through. Don't worry, um, everybody. I've not quit. I'm still here. <laughs> um, yeah, getting yourself a walking pal. Particularly. If you live with someone, that's the absolute best person that you can try and get on board because sell it to them on the benefits for them. We've got clients whose other house lost like three stone because Mm. they just kind of got involved in the healthy habits that they were building um, quite naturally without any kind of forcing. They just kind of got involved with the things that the other half was doing and they've lost an absolute ton of weight, not intentionally, but it's just kind of happened, hasn't it? Just because they were changing the habits. Mm. so actually tr- getting someone else on board with what you're doing um, and explaining to them the benefits for themselves and, and how they can benefit from too. So whether that's, like I say, getting someone involved in your evening and your morning walks so you can still go out but you're not on your own uh, or like arranging regular meetups with um, walks. I know I had one client once who lived really close to her mum so she would meet a mum for a morning walk every morning. Um, so it's just about adapting and, and knowing that you probably are going to have to change your routines with when you're getting out and walking, but having a plan in place before you need it. Yeah, don't wait till you're three, four weeks into winter going, well, this has got difficult, hasn't it? Yeah. Because you listen to a podcast in, what month are we in? Is it September still? It'll be October, won't it, by the time this bad boy it goes will, out? yeah. So you listen to a podcast in October, so we give you plenty of time. Exactly. And then the final thing, and this is the one that I'm super excited about. In fact, I know we both are, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Winter food. I love winter food. Uh, absolutely. And do you know what? I guess it's one of those difficult things because not everybody does. 
But I think this is an opportunity to explore what you do enjoy. Get that slow cooker. Oh, that, I mean, we used the slow cooker yesterday, didn't oh, we, for spag ball? Love it. Spag ball, chilies, sausage casseroles. Just general stews. Oh, we 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 did um, a really wee, nice wee wee. <laughs> wee wee a really nice like honey and garlic. Oh, that was good, wasn't it? Soy something or other. that was Chicken. from Slimming Foodie. We've not had that since. No, no, no we won't do that. We need to do that again. It's probably because it's roast. We've done like roasts mm-hmm. in a slow cooker. Full roast in a slow cooker. I think it's mm. that right when it's winter. You probably don't... Maybe you're someone who just generally doesn't want to cook. But I often find sometimes when it's a bit colder, you kind of just want to like cozy up on the couch and watch Party Netflix. Warming. So if you can bang something in the slow cooker in the morning and it gets to like six o'clock or whenever you have your tea and you just walk in and just pour it into a bowl like a really mm. hearty stew. like Full of veg as well. Yeah, it just brings oh, back enjoyment to mm. food. Get loads of flavour in there, loads of herbs, loads of spices, salt, pepper, all the good stuff. Bang it in there, let it just stew all day and then just go and chuck it in a bowl and I'm very hungry. Yeah, no, me too. But how good, I mean, what is important though, because we're just going to go off on a tangent and talk about how much we love winter food. And hot chocolate. And hot chocolate. Is love that... Hot chocolate. It's going to change. It's not going to be the same as what you've been eating in summer. And I think what a lot of people do is they try to kind of keep doing what they was doing. Similarly with steps, similarly with mornings, similarly with routines. Try and keep doing what they was doing in summer and kind of beginning of autumn. And it doesn't fit. It doesn't align with how life is right now. And it always comes back to the idea of adapting your routine. But it's thinking about how can you now be best prepared for that? So what foods are you potentially going to enjoy? What foods aren't you going to enjoy as much? Are you going to have to maybe block out a bit of time to just use the slow cooker in the morning so it's ready? Are you going to have to just be more aware of the foods that you enjoy and which ones you don't? And when you make your plan, are you going to actually plan stuff you enjoy or are you just going to try and like keep focusing on the stuff that you previously had? Jen's staring at me really intently here. Yeah, because I've why. just remembered we got leftover spag ball for dinner today. We have got leftover spag ball. That's incredible news. <laughs> Honestly, that moment. I just thought I said something oh. wrong then. I was like, I'm talking about stews. What could I have got wrong? But you're no. staring at the side of my head. I was like, I, I don't know I was know really to excited do. to remind you that we've got leftover oh, spag ball for dinner. Can't tell you how excited I am. I know. I'm buzzed. I just love last night's tea for dinner. I do. Like, it's just. But when it's spag ball, it's another level. Yeah. I'm so excited. Right. Anyway, so excited. let's finish this so we can eat it at 20 to 11 We're in the morning. We're not having it at 20 to 11 in the morning. <laughs> anyway. Yes. Jen, talk about hot chocolates for a bit. Oh, wait, no. I do want to mention as well, there's a potential that you might feel a little bit more sleepy in an evening, mightn't you? Potentially, yeah. Because, um, so basically like the, obviously our body works on like autopilot with like regulating hormones and things like that. Um, and when the nights get darker, that means that melatonin, which makes our bodies feel sleepy, is produced earlier because it ties in with the light, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. So we might find that we are feeling a little bit more sleepy a little bit earlier because it's getting darker that little bit earlier. So it's just about kind of planning for that as well and, and just being aware of it more than anything um, and understanding that we can make it work for us. Something that I like as well, and I know you don't like this analogy as much, but I really like it when we talk about sleep pressure. I know you're not, I don't know if you're a big fan of it. I don't think you was though. This idea of when we wake up, we actually start filling our bowl or vase of what is sleep. And when it gets to the top, that's when we're ready to sleep. Mm -hmm. And all the different things we do throughout the day help to either fill the vase or empty the vase. And one of those things is sunlight. Mm-hmm. So if we wake up at six in the morning and the sunlight straight away because of the production of melatonin, the gem was just speaking about 
we're starting to fill that vase straight away. So it's likely that we might feel tighter at a specific time that our body clock works to. Mm-hmm. But if all of a sudden it becomes autumn and winter and the production starts at a different time, it's that lack of consistency, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So we're filling that vase up at a different time. And our body, as we well know, loves routine. So mm-hmm. as soon as there's that change, it's like, oh, I don't like this. So yeah. you either feel tired or some people have the opposite impact. They don't feel as tired and then they struggle to sleep. And yeah. I think it's just important, you know, yourself as an individual, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so that is that is it. That is the winters to and learn. the autumns. Change your routine is the big one. Like yeah. take anything adapt. from this episode. Adapt, change, think ahead, pre-plan, be ready and also be ready for those changes to potentially not work because we're all humans. Like we do get things wrong and that's absolutely okay. But just trial some of the different things that we've spoken about because we know that they are so powerful and can have such a big impact. And it is now time for Jen to put me on the spot today. Yes. So, um, are you ready? I never, but go on. This one is from Jess. Thank you very much. And she says, she said that they actually debated this for some time in their house. So I'm very excited. Oh, incredible. It's one of our favorites. It's a would you rather. Would you be rather? Would you, would you be it? rather? <laughs> How can you not get a would you rather? Would you be put? rather? Uh, would you rather be chased by one horse-sized duck mm. or a hundred duck-sized horses? Chased by? Yeah. Oh, I hate, there's no, I'm guessing there's no option of neither. I'm chased by anything. <laughs> no. uh, I think duck-sized horses. Hundred of them. Oh no! Wait, sorry. No, the other way around. Horse-sized duck. One giant duck, basically. So a big duck. One big duck or loads of tiny... A hundred tiny horses. Oh. Maybe a hundred tiny horses. Although, ducks are quite big. They're not really tiny horses, are they? They're about the size of a dog, aren't they? Mm. A bit smaller than a dog. Uh, it depends what dog we're talking. Chihuahua, well, yes. Well, I was looking at... <laughs> Reggie, no. Smaller than Reggie. I think a chihuahua. That's about a duck size, isn't it? Probably, yeah. It depends how big the chihuahua is. So I, Why are I we not think... just thinking of a duck? You know how big a duck is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Why are we trying to compare the size of a duck to another animal? How big is a duck? About the size of a chihuahua. How big is a chihuahua, though? About the size of a duck. <laughs> I think I would rather have... I mean, those little horses are going to be pretty big. You're right. They're not <gasps> tiny. Yeah, but horses have got four legs and are made for running. Mm. Ducks are made for swimming. So what you're saying is, get chased by the horses, jump in water. <laughs> yes. Is that what you were saying? Yeah. But horses can swim as well. What if the duck-sized horse could outrun, could run at the same pace as a horse, could gallop? Oh, that's not part of it. It's just a duck-sized horse. Just a duck, so... You've oh, fall think... over. There's no way that I'd, that I'd, uh, I'd get chased by that. It could still run, but it'd be slow, wouldn't it? It'd never... Ch- I think it'd fall over. No, why would it fall over? Ducks can walk. Not if it's the size of an horse, it couldn't. <laughs> That's like saying everything like an right, ant. it'll be in proportion. Yeah, I know it will, but I don't think just because it's in proportion doesn't mean it would work being that big. Why? Because I think it would fall over if it was that big. I don't think it. I think it, I mean, you've got to remember like how heavy they technically are. The big. Yeah, I know, but like it, it's not gonna like keep its tiny legs and have a giant duck body. No, it have big legs as well. Yeah, but I don't so think it could handle that. I don't think the proportion would matter. Ah, you're wrong. I'm not. You are. Because it's a would you rather question. <laughs> I've got an option and an opinion to make. Can't be wrong. Well. I would rather be chased by the duck because number one, I think it would fall over. And number two, I think I can outrun a duck. <laughs> I hope I can anyway. I think I could outrun Imagine a duck. Imagine it started flying. Can ducks fly? Mm-hmm. Can they? Yeah. How far though? 
Mm, don't know. I feel like they don't fly very far. Do they, they, Depends do, what duck it is. I think some ducks like fly east. What's winter. it called? Migrate. Fly east for winter. Yeah. Is that where they go east or is I it south? Somewhere else. Um, because somewhere else for winter. <laughs> Uh, they don't have this issue then they won't need to listen to this podcast because they just go somewhere else for winter don't they <laughs> yeah. they're just always in summer <laughs> oh I imagine that should be the answer be more duck be more, be yeah. more duck hashtag be more duck <laughs> um, yeah I think I think I'm going to go for I'd rather be chased by a duck because I don't think I could outrun a hundred duck sized horses I reckon they'd be fast as well well, yeah, because they'd be even smaller. Yeah, but, so they wouldn't yeah, but, have as much weight to carry, would they? Yeah, but the muscles would be just in line with the size. Again, it's proportions, isn't it? So it'd it? all be proportions. They'd be just as slow as... They'd be slower no, than they would. they wouldn't be slower. They could, they'd be slower than a normal horse. <laughs> just because we're a podcast and not a video, Jen's just doing an impression of a duck-sized horse running, but it actually just looked like a dog digging a hole. <laughs> She sat down. She's just moving her from. I was gonna say front paws then, front arms. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna go for the. Du- I'm gonna go for the duck-sized horse. I think I could outrun that. Uh, I think I'd get away. What about you? Oh, it's not my question. I know I'm just carrying on the conversation. If that's all right. <laughs> I don't want to. All right. Okay. Well, fantastic. We'll end it there then. <laughs> right. Come on, Reggie's awaking. Yeah, awaking. No, you are right though. We do need to disappear quick before he starts. No, barking. you've got to learn it or burn it to do. You're the yeah, one who wanted this session. Yeah, I'm saying session. We, need to, we need to disappear quick. I'm saying we need to. Get on with it. Oh, we need... We need. Sorry, I'm... Abracadabra. I, yeah. Uh, Vamoose, what's the, what's the phrase to make you disappear? Um, There's got to be a Harry Potter one. Harry Potter fans will be screaming at us again. Yeah. Caused outrage last time we talked about Harry oh, Potter. Oh, that one. Um, Lumos. No, that's lying. That's lying. I know that's lying. I don't, I don't know, know why I said it. I wasn't in Harry Potter. I just watched it. I've never been to Hogwarts and been taught all these spells. <laughs> I need a spell book. Buy me a spell book for my birthday, please. Okay. Thank you. Right. This is a very short one. It's not, it's really rubbish, which is why I want you to hear it. Right. In Britain, we call it a lift, but in America, they call it an elevator. I guess we're just raised differently. Oh. <laughs> That's so bad. It's jokes like this is why we need this section of the podcast. Oh, it's super awful. important that we spread the messages. Can of- someone send some actual, oh. Sorry about that uh, ruckus in the background there. Well, he's just scratching his face um, with his paw and leg. He's smashing his leg against the side of it and now he's just staring at us. Can we send some jokes so that Phil doesn't come up with jokes like that? Do you know what's brilliant? Do you remember a few weeks ago when Jen was like, we need to get rid of this section? Now she yeah, wants you're to send to jokes in. you to carry on when no one's even now, sent a joke in and you're picking wants, rubbish ones like that. Now she wants jokes to be sent in. Yeah, I knew I'd convert you. Right, thank you very much. Hopefully you are set up and ready to go for autumn and for winter. Yes. Hopefully you If this take... is helpful... Hang on, I'm not finished. No, I was talking over you like I promised I Well, would. I'm not going to let you. Hopefully <laughs> you can take the would you rather question into your own household. We'd like to know what oh, you would rather idea. do. I so, love that. Good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. I'm glad you didn't speak over me now. Sorry. Uh, go on, I'll let you do your bit. I was just going to say, um, if you find it helpful and you feel like other people would benefit, share us. Give us a little sherry share. Tag mm. us so we see it. And um, let other people know how they can adapt their winter and autumn, autumn and winter, Absolutely. autumn and winter, winter and autumn. Um, and then subscribe so you don't miss the next week's episode. Mm-hmm. And then give us a little rating and maybe say something nice. And now that you've finished listening, send us a message and remind us of the competition because we've already forgotten. Go and have a phenomenal, 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 phenomenal week. Um, I'd say have a great autumn and winter, but you're going to be coming back anyway. So have a great one. Phenomenal. And we'll see you soon. <laughs>